0: record. Socks, you're up on top by yourself and then me and George are next to each other. Uh, I don't terrible. know why. It's just decided to move us around today for some reason and I didn't bother fixing it because it means I'd have to recenter everything and I can't be bothered.
1: That's weird because he's 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 below me and you're next yes, to me.
0: that's why he's now on top of you because we're next to each other and it makes it easier.
1: Okay. And George, George never gets tabled. to be top. Getting, getting tabled. Getting tabled. Getting tabled.
0: Getting tabled. With the Bruce, the Yang... And
1: Captain Socks. Hello, future people, and welcome, welcome to episode 64 and a half of Getting Tabled with your host, the Bruce.
0: Hello, folks. Let's just call it
2: 65. It's fine.
1: And then, ooh, there's socks.
2: Yes. Socks. Yes, I'm below you all. Major socks. But above you, yeah, master socks, major socks. Although in Bruce's video, I'm above you, so you're still above you all.
0: You know, the whole point of me having that conversation was to avoid this particular topic.
2: (laughs) What about this? You blamed it. That's all good. Uh,
1: Yeah, we're... uh, we're, two weeks behind schedule and talking about stuff because out of the blue we uh we got mel on the show and while we spent the entire night talking to him and said screw the news and we have two
0: pieces of news that are still in today's subject and i'm not going to say which ones they are we'll just see if the public realize which ones they are one of them should be fairly obvious
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right well let's jump into that then newly received or noteworthy information especially about recent or important events
0: Alright, so I'm going to start off with Games Workshop, because they never have anything to talk about, and it's apparently Warhammer Day. Um, I forgot Warhammer Day was a thing, but anyway, just because they didn't really do it last year. Well, I guess they did, but it was online. Um some really weird choices for Christmas this year. Yeah, they've got a calendar and that's fine. I mean, I'm i kind of surprised they don't do calendars more often, to be honest. It's something that costs almost no money and they can charge anything they want for it. Um, There's also been a little bit of artwork shown off for things that are coming.
1: People still use calendars?
0: Yes, people still use calendars, but usually so that they can stare at pictures of adult film stars. But here's the thing that I'm kind of like... Okay, I know that you two aren't into wrestling, but in the 80s, when wrestling was really big with Hulk Hogan and stuff, they would throw their name and their faces on literally anything that might sell money. Uh, there's a famous story of Hulk Hogan opening a pasta shop that just lost everything, uh, for example. It's really starting to feel like Games Workshop are doing that. I mean, kids' what? TV shows do the same thing. but
1: what With, with the candles, is that what you're talking about?
0: yeah with the candles i mean there's been jokes about how people are upset that they don't get to have the katachan pit sweat smell and there's no there's no papa nerd candle um i mean i guess it's a fun and silly and that's obviously what they're going for is something fun and silly it just seems really 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 dumb to me first stretch
1: if i'm gonna drop my money on something that's like stupid that will only get used once or twice i'm getting one of the sweaters i mean that's
0: i actually like the sweaters actually i will give them credit on that um they actually they don't look bad i mean they're ugly but they're supposed to be ugly because they're ugly christmas that's
2: a typical christmas ugly sweater what are you talking about
0: that was my point i know it was (laughs) literally what i just said Uh, And we're getting our first little sneak peek at the comics, which is good. I'm still excited to see what ends up happening with these comics. I know that there's been a lot of people that's been like, "Why do Marvel have to do everything?" Um, But I don't really care who's writing them. I'm just interested to see what somebody else does with the IP. But yeah, there's there's some really weird decisions going on when it comes to the merchandise side of things at the moment. It's kind of you know,
1: if they want to if they want to market and merch something that you know had an aroma and, and fragrance to it. Instead of candles, they should have done deodorant. Because then, when you go to your Warhammer tournament, you can put on your orc deodorant and maybe not smell like an actual orc when you're at the tournament then.
0: That's actually not as stupid as it sounds. That would probably sell like hotcakes. I mean, yep. scented candles is... You know, I mean, I know that scented candles are a thing, but they are very much a niche thing. And I don't see a lot of crossover appeal. Um, well, also too Deodorant... everybody gets everybody gets why that gags although it's probably a matter of they maybe they don't want to make that joke but everybody's going to get why the gag is there i don't see anybody that wouldn't jump on board just so that they could pull it out as the joke i could get behind that
1: (laughs) i could just get behind it because i've been around people where it's like go shower yeah 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 obviously
0: (laughs) but like it would that would sell like cupcakes especially if they only did it once a year or something like if they made as much as i hate it when companies do that but you have this thing where it's like it's only around a certain time of year pick warhammer day and this is the only time that you can buy this particular deodorant and they would just sell cans of it crates of it probably because there'd be people you know that there'd be people that would just buy buy a year's supply of it i would not be one of those people
1: flgs is buying it sitting it on the shelf and just be like there's a person behind you that's It was. Or <laughs> <laughs> like a gaming store, like, you know, a display case of Warhammer deodorant, and be like, buy some, put it on, or go.
0: <laughs> Moving on. Um, this particular story came up a couple of days ago as part of Warhammer Day, and generally it got one of two responses. Either it's people going, but I'm already a member. Do I get my two free weeks? And their response was pretty much, if you was to purchase another year, then you will get it on your second year. Which is... I, I, I get why people are asking the question, but it's a really dumb question. Sorry guys, but it is. You already know that they're not going to give you a free month. The whole point of this two free weeks is to get more people in. The big question is... Sorry, I should actually explain. Yeah, um, as part of Warhammer Day, they're giving away two free weeks of access to Warhammer Plus if you subscribe. You've got to use a special code, which is on the screen now, WH Day21. Um, the big question is, do you think they're doing this? Just to try and you know make themselves appear more normal, because everybody else does something similar. So, like or do you think it's because they're struggling with the numbers?
1: I'm I'm going to go with the the latter option there of they're struggling with the numbers. They thought because and I, I shared a screen cap of this in a, in our chat a few weeks ago before this was even mentioned. If you sign up, and they they said if you're already signed up, you're included in this. But if you sign up, you get the entire paint range and brush range and like pretty much anything but the models the brushes tools paints everything you could win a complete set of that for subscribing to warhammer plus mm. so something like that and 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 i just got a wall here today and i went and looked at that a complete set of contrasts is like for me 260 bucks ought
0: to be a lot more than fma
1: right yeah that's just the contrast that's not the layers that's it's not the pieces yeah so, and then sets of brushes and then the tools themselves. So, I mean, to, to do something like that, that also kind of, you know, reeks a little bit of uh, some desperation of like, spend $50 at a chance to win $600 or whatever.
0: Realistically. Most of the press surrounding Warhammer Plus has been fairly average. Um, yeah. There's been a number of stories about how it hasn't run properly. I know you didn't have many issues with that. I,
1: I, I still haven't been having any issues with it. Um, I will say at this point now, we're in month three now. I
0: don't think it's been that long. Maybe it I don't know.
1: August, September, we're October, so two and a half months, call it. The content is still... We've only got... Last I looked, I haven't checked in a couple of weeks. We only had two series. Yeah. So to so me, I would not
0: subscribe, as you two know, uh, because quite frankly, I just looked at it and I just didn't see any value in it for me. Yeah. Um. I would love to watch a couple of the series, but I I wasn't spending that sort of money to watch one or two series. It's not like every other service that already has a ton, uh, and most of what I would say is the important content I can already get from free for free from multiple other sources. Um. And I tend to be more interested in what other people are doing with their models not what Warhammer doing are doing with their models personally when it comes to paint um I kind of I wouldn't be surprised if part of this is because they're struggling to get numbers especially with the press having been as average about it as it was but at the same time realistically I kind of I'm kind of surprised they didn't do this already I think they should have launched with this the problem I see with this story is that they're launching this and it's still only a temporary thing. And I think long term that's not going to help them. Um, even Disney offers seven days as a regular thing for their Disney Plus. And I'm sorry but Disney are notoriously cheap when it comes to things like that. Uh, they make Warhammer look like the most generous company known to man. And they still have a permanent free trial available. Now the risk of a permanent free trial is that you get in there, you quickly watch everything that you want and then you um subscribe before you pay money, but it's probably still the best chance they're gonna have of getting most people in. It's not expensive. It's just I just don't think there's a lot in there for people.
1: It's so for I will say this um this is the third time when I've opened the app I've been kicked out of it and I have to re sign in again. Yeah. So that's annoying. Uh let's see here. It's
0: also not available for a lot of services at the moment. It's not available for uh, you can go through the browsers on the playstation and the xbox that but they're still coming soon at this point uh that would not be helping them
1: okay so it looks like one more series has been added of content Mm-hmm. there is angels of death, which is one of the first ones. And then there's two additional shows where they just talk about angels of death, not new content, just talking about the show. So I'm not watching those. And then there, it looks like they've added a show of, um, a ha- hammer and bolter talking about hammer and bolter instead of more content. They're obviously the, the, the painting stuff and stuff like that. And for me, you know, I was wanting, my My initial was like i want I want entertainment. I don't want to sit there and watch people talk about stuff. So we've got three shows in two and a half months. You know, I just thought there was a huge push for that. Now, that being said, you know, it is a new platform. Um, next year, maybe their numbers will be up because they actually have a library of content for people to watch.
0: Possibly. I'm still surprised that they haven't done the Warhammer movie. As much as I know people hate that movie, but it should be on there. It's the (coughs) product. It should be on there. Whether people like it or not.
1: Actually, I I own that. I I do own that.
0: I have seen it, but I don't own it. I considered buying it a few times, but I never have. Let's move on to, I personally think, might be one of the biggest, for me, surprising, because I honestly didn't think they were going to do this. So the big reveal that came through this morning was that they are going to release Dungeon Bowl. I am massively surprised by this. I really didn't think this was going to come. I don't remember if I might have even said so on a podcast at some point. Um, dungeon Bowl to me made a lot of sense, but I just I for some reason I just didn't think they were going to do it. So for those that are not familiar, like if you're new to the hobby, Dungeon Bowl is a version of Blood Bowl. It, it's basically Warhammer Quest meets Blood Bowl. It's kind of in the middle. It's a dungeon crawler but it's a sport at the same time so rather than it being this is their version of the college football essentially so wizards build up teams and send them into these dungeons that they've set up filled with traps and stuff and this is a version of the game that i've never played but always wanted to my understanding is that it tends to be very much you love or you hate it because it's very unfair. Uh, but then again it's Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl is very unfair to begin with. Um, I'm going to hold out on judgment until I see the prices. It does look very much board game. And not sport game at this point because it's all building up the dungeon tiles and stuff but otherwise i will reserve final judgment until i see what the price is but otherwise i'm genuinely excited for this because it's something that i was hoping that they would do but i didn't think that they would uh socks obviously wouldn't but george did you ever play dungeon ball
1: i have not i've i've hardly even played blood bowl so i this is also news to me so
0: well, it was only news as of about an hour and a half ago or two hours ago. So that's this is very, very fresh news. Um, Yeah, very, very excited to see what else comes with that or comes out for that. I'm hoping that it's not just this is the set and now we're going to forget about it like they have with a lot of things. I hope that this starts becoming a regular release alongside Blood Bowl because I want to see this actually grow because otherwise they're wasting their money releasing the set. And finally, we're going to talk about Forge World product for the first time in probably 12 months months because quite honestly i just don't bother looking at forge world most of the time um i have a fairly sour opinion of it at the moment but the final of the brothers is finally here we have the khan himself and quite frankly he looks gorgeous um
2: well i think he looks gorgeous i
1: i I think he's a little too ornamental on the top half
2: He's very samuraiish. I have to agree.
1: Well, I, it's not that I have a problem with that. It's like there's too much ornamental on like his pauldrons and the chest and stuff like that. Oh, it's yeah. like well,
2: I, that I is think
0: the, Hor- the Horus Heresy line has all been like that.
1: I get that, but even if you look at like some of the other Primarchs, they're still not that bad. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm watching a little video here again because you know they give a little a little quick overview of of what they all look like. Um. Yeah. But yeah, the, I I think there's just too much decoration. I mean, I mean, I get what they're going after, but I, I think I think it could have been toned down just a, a little bit. Like, yeah, all, none of the others are nearly as as crazy as 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 his ornamentation is. So. I mean, it's I personally good looking. don't he,
0: know how ornamental he is in the lore. I don't know if that's a thing or not. Um, I don't really know. Now, I'm, I'm going to butcher this by trying to say it, but Jekatai. I don't really know his story very well. Uh, I don't know who he is, but um, it's just not one that I looked very deep
1: into. I mean, beyond that, yes, it is, it is a traditional, you know, you know, uh, 30K Primark. It is a very good-looking model, very good-looking mini. Um I'm guessing it's probably $85 because when I looked here recently, the uh, the prices of the marks have gotten ridiculous now.
0: Well, that's the only reason I didn't. Uh, I always said that I was going to buy Sanguinius when they didn't. And I didn't even consider it because it's just stupidly expensive. Um, Let's go take a quick uh, look. For anybody yeah. that doesn't live in the UK, Forge World is just expensive now anyway. They kind of shot themselves in the foot What? two, almost three years ago now when they changed all of that.
1: Mm, something like that. Where they uh, they added uh, actual shipping locations and you started playing your country prices instead of just playing what the pound price was and paying your national shipping.
0: I would yeah. have less of an issue with Forge World if the process of creating their models had have aged like the um, whoa that they are charging literal highest prices on the market and their resin products are quite below average quite frankly but yeah moving away from Games Workshop and from memory this is a Blood Bowl story yes it is a Blood Bowl story so Green Games are doing what Games Workshop will not we are getting Chaos Dwarves. This is not on Kickstarter yet. This will be on Kickstarter in the next day or two. I think it's November 3rd off the top of my head. Um, and quite frankly, these are
1: gorgeous.
2: Yeah, these look pretty cool. Even though I don't- are,
1: I don't- are these the Chaos Dwarves you've been wanting?
0: These are the first Silly Hat Chaos Dwarves I've ever liked the look of. Because I don't like the Silly Hat normally. I love these. These are gorgeous. Um, so, yeah. Quite frankly, we've been getting sights of pretty much everything. We've got looks at the Bull Centaurs. Uh, The Charging one is probably my favourite. And the Minotaur, which is just all kinds of beefy and good. So, yeah, Dwarvageddon is what they're calling it. Um, Ironically, it would appear that we're going to be having two Blood Bowl Kickstarters happening at the same time. Punga Miniatures are also doing one. At literally the same time and it looks like they may also have Chaos Torvs among it, but we haven't seen the pictures of them yet That's why we're not looking at them. There's been a few people that's kind of said to Punga "Uh, This might be a mistake and I would be one of those people because Grebo Games are not a small company Uh, And I I actually own some Punga miniatures I bought some of their rat ones for my Skaven when I was doing them Um, But two different companies running two different Kickstarters with similar models at the same time is not going to go well for anybody, I don't think.
1: Well, it'll either be a 50-50 or one will do better than the other. It's
0: it's going to come down to who has the best looking models, I suppose. I will look at both of them, but it's going to be interesting to see how this goes. Um, I definitely love the look of the um Chaos Dwarves. Uh,
1: yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Yeah, I, they definitely look way better than the, the other Chaos Dwarves.
0: Yes, and it looks like it's going to be a fairly sizable force too, which is good. Moving on. To one of the stories that we probably should have covered a while ago. I thought we already did ones. No, it was this is one of the ones that we was going to talk about with Mel, and then didn't. Oh, that's right. So Army Painter are, and I'm going to prep, they are doing a contrast range. They are calling it Speed Paint. The reason I'm phrasing it that way is last year there was a company that looked it, that released what everybody thought was going to be a contrast range, but it wasn't. Um, we were one of the people that got that wrong, but we were not alone in that. Most of the industry got that wrong. Um, but this is genuine. This is a contrast range. They've actually shown it used. It's very clearly what they're going for. Twenty-three paints to start with. So it is a smaller range to start with, but I think that's a sizable sizeable enough range to start with to see how much of a market there is for a comp competitor in the market. I think there's definitely
2: yeah. Just looking at the picture with all the little owlbears or whatever they have, it's pretty good range. I mean, you almost got yeah. like, every single color you're going to need potentially. There's a lot of con-
0: yeah. There's a lot of contrast colors that nobody touches mm-hmm. because there's arguably too many of them. Uh, but I'm th- this will hit us in November. Uh, I'm I'm curious on this to see how it actually turns out there's already some people out there in the market that's been sent some testers to use and show off and it genuinely looks like it's good it looks like it's you know a contrast paint but that is literally all it's supposed to be uh you are getting a starter set with eight colors no, sorry. Ten colours learn to count, Jason, uh, and of course the twenty-six that we'd already mentioned. But yeah, very, very interesting to see how this turns out.
1: So, and th- th- I'm going to say something here, and it may shock you a little bit, but probably not. So I'm, I, I, I looked at him a little further, and it looks like that this contrast is coming in a dropper.
0: Yes. Yeah. Because it's not Games Workshop.
1: Right. have having worked with you know like doing dropper paints. Doing a contrast paint, I don't think a dropper is a great way to go. Because you're trying to load up the brush and, you know, do a large surface. Not squirt it out and then try to load your brush up.
0: The the downside... Of the dropper bottle would be if you get too much out of it, I suppose, as opposed to doing it straight from the bottle. Right. That- it depends. on there, there are still some people that will argue that you should never take it straight from the bottle, even with contrast. I probably would side with them on that because you end up pulling too much and then having to fix it later. Whereas uh-huh. if you are more controlled with how much is in your brush, you can avoid your sidelines and stuff. Just It just depends on how you look at it. There's definitely people out there that hate the regular pots, but I can see where you're coming from. Army painter only ever do um, dropper bottles. Oh,
1: no, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, with, with, with the contrast being more like, you know, the wash, I mean, who uses a dropper bottle? Okay, there are some people who use a dropper bottle for the wash because they can't, you know, keep their elbows from knocking it over and making a huge mess on their table.
0: It's not just a matter of that. I, I personally, I hate the pots they don't uh, seal properly they dry out like it's it's genuinely an issue
1: on, on the paints um, i'll agree on on something like the or you know the, the thin stuff i have had no issues with them drying out and like i think you know being able to quickly go and add to your brush to to do coverage i think is more important than squirting out three or four drops and using that then squirting out more and continuing to go.
0: The issue that I've had with the pots when it comes to washes specifically not contrasts, um, is over time you get this issue of, um, drying out's the wrong word, but the chemicals it seems to get thicker over time because there's clearly something that's evaporating within the paint. Um, that, that's what I've found to be a bigger issue. Uh, especially with the glossy stuff. Um, I don't, I can't really say with the contrast because it hasn't been around long enough for me to notice whether it does it or not um i will always prefer a dropper over those pots though it's always going to be my preference so c- consider that a bias if you wish um but i i hate those pots with a seething passion <sighs> contrast is probably the closest to acceptable with them but i still don't like
2: them yeah i've only used them a handful of times myself on my battle droids for legion so I haven't had I haven't had much much experience with me to deal with it much drying it out yeah. or anything. When it comes so. to
0: contrast, I certainly wouldn't be using a wet palette with it, but I do still prefer to use a palette so that I can control how much is on my brush. That's just I would just prefer to paint that way.
1: Yeah, well, and that's the one thing I was figuring out today when I was you know you know when I was doing some painting is you you the, the all the techniques of of you know controlling the the paint on your brush and everything it goes out the window with contrast. You just. The less control, the better.
0: <laughs> you've just you've got to watch it. You've got to yeah. watch it and pay attention to where yeah. it's pulling and stuff. And as much as they show flooding your model with it, not really the best way to do it. Um, you, you control how much goes on the model that way, because all you are doing is going to be pulling it off otherwise.
1: Now I will say this: uh, another vehicle. No, no, that's never mind. That's not something related. Well, it's related-ish. So ignore me. <laughs> uh, I am watching the, the.
2: Yeah, I don't know. That's. Yeah, in the video, they just show it, dumping it on. Pretty much. Yeah, I know.
0: The Games Workshop do too. That was kind of, that was the, kind of the reason that I suggested it. Um, if you look at people outside of Games Workshop, or in this case, Army Painter, using paints like this, the people that seem to get the best results out of it are the ones that are very, very careful and take their time with it. Because there's less cleanup if you're careful with how it's pooling and stuff. To the point where um, people paint Space Marines and choose which way they brush it on to get a reflective surface in the right direction. Yeah. Which is probably more trouble than I would ever go to with a contrast because if I was just going to do contrast I'm just going to use contrast but the fact that it's possible to get that sort of result is quite amazing I think. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see where this goes. Um, I... I I kind of suspect that doing the smaller line is going to be the smarter decision because there's a lot of people that would just go, I already have Contrast, why would I buy another one? Um, this is pretty much going to be for the people that refuse to touch Games Workshop, and I don't think anybody else will. But, and there are those people out there. It's not a small community of people that try to avoid contra- um, Citadel oh. as much as they possibly can. The only criticism I would probably have is that there is a couple of colours there that I think are a little bit too close. The white and the light grey, for example, in that mm-hmm. second row are very very close. Um, Otherwise I think their choices are quite good. It'll cover most things and obviously you can mix it if you're not happy with what you're getting. Moving on. Bushido is a sexy Bushido is a sexy game and you should all invest in Bushido. Um, Pre-orders this month. So we are getting some new dice sets, the dice sets are finally coming. These have been kind of teased for months at this point uh, as coming soon, but we're finally getting a view of those. So the Shiho, I believe that's the Jung. no that's the Cult of Uri, the Ito Clan, which is what I collect, which is your snake guys. That's what's coming this month, there'll be more next. We also have a gorgeous looking ninja, which is like a demon ninja looking thing. Uh, We've got some archers for the Uh, Shiho. We've got a sniper john wick for the john <laughs> he does look like john wick doesn't he yeah you're
1: right i mean he's got enough look to look kind of like keanu and it's just like okay feudal japan with a with a gun it's john wick
0: yeah. <laughs> and another cool looking samurai for Those guys, as well, um, more really gorgeous looking minis. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to be getting some of the um, Ito dots. There's nothing else there that I really need because I don't collect those other factions. But that sniper is really, really tempting. I'm not buying Junk, but that sniper is really tempting. Mm-hmm. Uh, any favorites amongst that for you guys?
1: John
2: Wick, yeah, I, had a <laughs> 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 I like that last samurai, that fourth picture. Yep. It, it, yeah, he it, is cool. it's very classic. Um, it is. Yeah, very much
0: so. All right, moving on. We've got a new release this month for um, Black Sight Studios. So this is for Don't Look Back, the horror-themed game. And it's, well, it's Halloween-themed. So this is Gord Reaper 2. There's already been a Gord Reaper that we've shown off before. But this is the sequel, and he's bigger and badder this time.
1: And he looks cool as hell.
0: Oh, yeah, big time. He's back, and he's jacked O'Lantern, which is just a horrible pun. But you would expect it to be a horrible pun, because it's a takeoff of a horror movie.
1: I couldn't make it any worse if I tried.
0: No. Uh, so, this is a 58 millimeter model. So, this is like this is a big chunky model. Yeah, um, really love what they've done with this one. So, yeah, I thought that was worth showing off. <sighs> Moving on to TT Combat. We haven't actually touched on TT Combat for a little while. I don't actually know why. Why is my thing looking really weird?
2: They're going stop making cool MDF files. Sorry. Wow. All right. Weird. I don't know why it's doing that.
0: Anyway, okay. So, we've got quite a lot of terrain that's come through here. Um, there's some new definitely not Eldar stuff, space elf stuff. Uh there's some more cyber ordinance stuff. Wild West. Uh, I think the Wild West stuff is my favorite amongst all of this. Yeah, I like that saloon.
1: I I, I don't know why. It's such a small market of like, you know, the gaming concept of like, you know, Wild West stuff. But it's yeah. terrain I think just looks so amazing when people do it.
0: Yeah, you're biased though, because you were born in the Wild West. That's right.
1: Well, I'm, I'm not going to disagree. I mean, it's, some of the buildings downtown where I live, they have the you know that classic you know Wild West architecture on them because no, that's I mean, when you were
0: literally born in the 1800s. <laughs> oh, but yes, yes, you're in Wyoming, so that would make sense. Um, there's continuations there for the Venice Range, which is just continues to be gorgeous. My second favorite is the, is the Celestial Drive-In Theater. I love everything to do with this. Absolutely everything to do with this. Uh the Gothic Public Library is nice too, but oh my god, it's a drive-in theater. Come on. What's not cool yeah. about that?
2: Yeah, that would be fun to do cuz you could you could have a screenshot print of a movie being played or something like that on that big screen.
1: Yeah. Forget that. If here's what I do if I had stupid amounts of money. As uh, so that
2: video of the building. <laughs>
1: uh take an ipad mini and just stick it in there and have a movie playing on the screen
0: yeah that could work it'd probably be a little bit too small though
1: uh was that? Twenty eight centimeters by twenty centimeters.
0: You just get us you just have to make sure you buy the right one. Uh the Gothic exchange bank. I don't know why it's exchange bank and not bank exchange, but anyway. Uh I quite like that too. There's maybe just it's... lots of really good stuff here.
1: I was gonna say maybe they they just do exchanges. They don't they're not a traditional bank, they just convert.
2: Mm. Possible. That resistance threadnought uh, and... looks nice too. Oh hey, they're yeah, just... look, there's a yes. there's a
1: dreadnought there.
2: And just Just seeing all the different varieties that you could build, the the resistance, almost makes me want to get resistance, but I don't want to at the same time. Yes, you do. I already have all four factions, and half of them aren't even built yet. Half of them are I mean, still in the boxes from the Kickstarter. Well, you haven't built them now.
0: You're not going to build... You, you may as well start with something new. I still if got you Legion start stuff. Some, but if you don't start with something new, you're eventually going to finish what you've started. This is a hobby. You're not allowed to finish. You must always get start with something new. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really like this as well. Um, I'm kind of very similar to you in that, where I, I'd, I'd love to dive in and just build some crazy stuff with this but at the same time I really don't need another faction um, yep. because all I would be doing would be buying it to build it and paint it I can, mm-hmm. I'm not moving away from playing scourge it's just not happening um the other thing is we seem to be getting some rebranded um, sleeves and stuff which is interesting um just nice to see I guess a little bit of variety gives their customers stuff to protect their cards with on the, um, side. And
1: I was going to say, you have card, you have decks for fleet and zone. Uh, the other games have cards too. So, I mean, just makes sense to, you know, I mean, not, not to say we're, we're not those people or if we are those people, but there's some people that are just like total fanboys. We're like, Oh, I'm going to get myself a TT Combat branded deck box for my, you know, zone deck. Yeah. Which, you know, Lewis, if you're going to win that too, have your logo and then the faction on it too.
0: I would definitely buy one if it had the Scourge logo on it. So there's one sale that you've got already. Uh, I just, I think you're right on that. That would just be money. The only thing I would say, realistically, is... They're eighty card and hundred card deck boxes, and the only reason I'm pointing that out is that you don't like. There's nowhere near enough cards in the entire game to fill out that thing. So it is clearly just a deck box for card games that's been redone. It's not a bad thing. I'm just pointing it out. Cool. So moving
1: on. Moving on.
0: We've got a couple of pre-orders here for um. What's it called? Wars. Wars. We've got a support box for the enlightened. We've got a new f- sorry, a new Victory Battles Fleet set. And I'm <sighs> going to say battle Battlefleet set. See the enlightened are kind of a continuation of the ships that we've already seen. It's an expansion box for your existing force. I do quite like those. The Victory I think might be my preferred set though.
1: I think the Victory is just straight up like yeah, it's a battlefleet set. I mean, that's a
0: that's yeah.
1: Box and go because it's got just about everything, and it's got the little planes, uh, mid size, small, and it's got the big carrier. Yep.
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. It, it it looks like it's a similar sort of size to the Ice Maiden, was mm-hmm. uh, which would make sense because it's a battle fleet starter. Uh, mm-hmm. but the B Long have giant dragons. I mean, everything else is nice, but the but the Tian Long have giant dragons. I think they might win by default because they're giant dragons. Uh, the textured bases are interesting too, that like that's it seems nobody else really seems to get textured bases but the ships so but the flying stuff and i guess because they're flying they get it too
1: yeah because they're flying over the water yeah Yeah. wayland is being nice and just being like you know hey just you know paint this dry brush it and you have water
0: pretty much personally it's the victory all the way for me uh from this particular set yeah um i still have not invested in this um (laughs) but if i was to invest in something from this particular wave it would be victory uh i i I
1: do the 10 long because dragons
0: dragons yeah
1: because dragons
0: sucks you're only allowed to pick from the (laughs) pre-orders
2: yeah uh i actually kind of like the enlightened ones Enlightened, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: none of them are bad. No. Um, Yeah. Nice. We all picked different things. If I was going for the entire range, it probably would be the Ice Maiden display. I almost did buy that at one point. Uh, major Socks. I keep on calling you Captain still. It's kind of hard to break a four-year history. Yep. We've got some updated rules for Legion.
2: Yeah, so earlier this week, uh, Atomic Mask Games put out a uh, new rules reference guide so, and errata, as well as uh, some point changes for uh, Legion. Mixed views across uh, the spectrum as always Um, I like some of the the buffs that came with some of the factions that I play and some of the debuffs or or nerfs uh, That the clones got Uh, some people were saying the clones are the clone faction Galactic Republic was a little overpowering even though they haven't really won very many tournaments They just seem like a very cohesive Faction being able to share tokens and stuff like that a little too often so that was one of their nerfs that they got. They can't share as many tokens on the board anymore. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. But uh, I'll probably get my first game with all this stuff here in a couple of weeks. So we'll, we'll see how it goes.
0: Major sucks. Are you trying to tell me that even though that even though um, evidence in tournaments suggests otherwise? The community is still determined to prove that something's overpowered, whether it is or not. Yep. It's almost like this is a regular thing. Uh, yep. Um, it's not unusual for people no, to be screaming not. about that. Um, it's also not unusual for that sort of feedback to be taken on board. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a strong opinion on it. Only that the only real opinion I have on that is that sometimes communities
2: have a lot of sway and get louder on things that they shouldn't.
0: Uh, it's yeah. it's a problem that I see in every game, and I'm certainly not picking on this, the Legion crowd. It's every everybody has opinions. Um, we've had opinions of our own, yep. especially early on when it came to um uh, the shenanigans in Dropfleet. Yes. We were kind yes. of like the very overpowered. Um, well, even even in drop to hell, and you could still argue that they're overpowered in some ways.
2: Well, even in drop zone, when drop zone came out, everyone was saying that the shall tower a little overpowered because we didn't have to use drop ships. We could use our gates to teleport across the map, and so it's changed a little bit in version two. Now that people don't have dedicated drop ships in the other factions, so they can share their drop ships between their units, which yeah. kind of helped that out across. All four, fa- all five factions, really. So, I mean, drop zones to art too. So yeah.
0: So yeah, check out the Atomic Mass Games website for that. Uh, but aiming for the indie.
2: Indie definition: independent. Type slang word jargon.
0: George jumps up almost having a heart attack. Like, yeah, oh it's wait, oh yeah, that
2: button.
1: <laughs> well, I was also trying to sit there like and not move, Just, like you know, George Freeze. See what?
2: <laughs> Gone is his new setup. His new Mac setup crashed already (laughs) that would be funny
1: Uh, that that would be mildly hilarious um i i like these already
2: Spellcrow
0: have been around for a while people that have been listening for a while may remember that i made a comment a few months ago about how i had these on the list to do but then i had to take them off because they got covered by another company and i'm like ah and that's that was the month that we discovered that look back But I thought it's been long enough, and it was time to actually go back and have a look. Um, So, Spellcrow do a number of different things. They're fairly well known for their conversion pieces, first and foremost. Uh, I'm looking at the Orc ones here, just as a random choice. Um, Conversion bits are exactly what you think they are. They are just alternative pieces for... A game that might be based in the future and is very dark. Uh, I'm not kind of picking on any one game in particular. I'm even, I'm certainly not going to sit here and say that it's for 40k because it definitely doesn't say that on here. They're just alternate parts that happen to look like they might belong in that universe. Um, I'm a big fan of their salamander stuff personally. I just I just think that looks really good. Um, the wolf head stuff is nice as well. Uh, it's just a matter of like you just you pick the one that you're interested in. There's some very uh, nice
1: ooh, looking ooh.
0: guard things. What have you what just
2: George found, bottom?
1: George? So, so <clears throat> assault marines, right? Yes. They're stupid backpacks with the vents right here next to their head, and then the- I always thought those looked just absolutely dumb and stupid.
0: Can you tell me what you're looking at so that I can show it on the screen, please?
1: The Space Knights jump packs version one.
0: Okay, thank you. Keep them talking while I find them.
1: I think these look so much better because, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a it's a pod. Who's going to sit there and make vents right here and then have everything tilt and then point down? Just have the vents pointing straight up. You know, just a straight line. Simpler engineering. Also, think looks a lot cooler. You want me to send you the link there, Bruce?
0: I'll oh, find it in a minute.
1: Um, here let me do this. So I went to conversion bits, space nights, and then they are uh 3 quarters of the way down the page.
0: Tim hey i found version two space knights backpack no aha there we go oh no i've seen these before yep yep no yeah i do agree these are much better
1: um i can't remember what it was some other company but they they did the same thing but you know wolfed out for you know space wolf you know assault marines and i was just like if i ever got those i would not use those packs and i would spend the extra however many pounds it was and get those packs like that. Yeah. To convert. Ones. Um,
0: that version two is quite nice too, which is kind of, a, it's like a try. There's a big one in the middle and then there's two smaller ones to the side, but they, these actually look like they could lift a space Marine, which is nice. I mean, you can Uh-oh. definitely see what they are, but I'm no, not I do, I do agree. Uh, it was on the suggestions on the page that you were looking at.
1: Oh, you mean like actually clicking on them. Got it. Oh, version two. There we go. Oh yeah. I've seen those. Yeah. I think th- even those look better.
0: Yeah they look very similar to the backpacks that the um, Blood Angel uh, Sangrenary Guard use. Obviously, there's no names yes. on these, but they are very, very similar.
1: Yes. Well, hold on um, a second here. Um, I think you could build Marines straight from this. Uh, from the from these bits.
0: Uh yes, you could very much, so.
1: Because I I know uh, for the longest time it was it was torsos and legs were always the hardest things to to find. Mm. Now
0: you you could definitely build your own things from this straight up very very easily. Uh, under space elves, you've got some variety of heads that you can use, as well as an alternate a couple of alternate bikes. Um, Ooh, that I quite like.
1: Yeah, those are pretty cool. I,
0: I like the um, unhelmeted heads. That's probably the thing that I find myself coming towards the strongest. Um but yeah like just lots and lots of really interesting stuff. Oh what do you found?
1: The no the the, the pleasure legion. <laughs> Under conversion bits.
0: Oh I didn't even say that.
1: <laughs> the pleasure
0: and this is just all exactly what you'd think it would be. Look, crab hands. Sonic backpacks. Interesting that there's furry cloaks. I've never really associated that much with um with um but anyway.
1: Did you see the Sonic backpacks?
0: i did there's also a guitars set further down
1: yeah these are pretty cool looking bits um but the, th- the first thing that caught my eye was the little skirmish game um that they had on their main page with all the dudes
2: with the pumpkin heads yeah <laughs> um broad tourists i think it was i was looking through some of those sets ah
0: okay Ooh, they have gnomes you know the last time we came across a game that i'd never seen before i ended up buying lots of stuff <laughs> Okay, yep. so this is a skirmish level type thing. The gnomes are very cute. What else do we have? Um, There's lots. We've got halflings, hobgoblins, regular goblins, dwarves. So it's all of your typical fantasy races. What else?
1: So the first thing I'm going to say that I like about these minis that puts them apart from the all the other minis out there, these have more of a cartoony feel to them.
0: Yeah, and they're very, like, very simple. They, they, they feel very much like early... Um, there's a pumpkin that's a spider. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, they feel very much like early Games Workshop. Uh, further down the page, there's, a, there's an arachniac, which is... It's a spider pumpkin head.
2: Yeah, I saw that, too.
1: Oh, yeah, look at that. That is
0: cool. Oh, there's a regular
2: spider
0: yeah no this i this looks really good
1: and, and i don't know if it's the nostalgia of it but i i like this this kind of cartoony feel to it like that's a, the, the decision they made to you know make it look like that. I wish not...
0: that there was a picture of whatever these desniac things were they're on pre-order but there's no actual yeah there is it's all blacked out though
1: if you if, if you're on the 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 pumpkin spider and then you, oh it went away no there's one uh yeah, if you, it should be uh, in the products there. I see, I've, I see a couple here. There,
0: there's a pre-order for something called Dasniac, which shows off a blacked box with pumpkin head looking guys, but everything's blacked out. You can't actually see what the minis are. I mean, you can, but you can't.
2: Uh, Go it's to like page a, two. You'll start seeing them. Page two? Yep, down at the very bottom, you're starting to see them. And they uh-huh. look pretty cool.
0: Okay, yep, they do look very cool. So, Dasniac. With lantern is the one that's been blacked out. So you can buy everything separate as well as buying them in the boxes. That's actually a nice touch.
2: Oh I just came across army the Targaryens. Just having a little army of pumpkins sounds fun. Agreed. <laughs> have
0: you seen the have you seen the Targaryens? Uh what page are those on? Um I may have scrolled by those. Just after the pumpkin
2: heads. On page two or three.
0: Well, I've got my thing showing more. My pages aren't showing up the same. I've got. Oh, them okay. You got everything. it all the way up to hundred. So just after the pumpkin heads, you get some more goblins, and then you've got the Targaryens. Oh yeah. Which are barbarian tigers. Yeah. So Spellcrow. Um, Spellcrow are a company that have been around for quite some time. I'd be very surprised if you haven't heard of them before. Uh, but as you can see, this is just a very small part of their website, and as it is. I just found something that I really like that I hadn't looked at yet. Uh, but Spellcrow, well worth checking out. How we yeah,
1: These guys are pretty cool looking.
0: Dream, balloon, prime, paint.
2: What have you been up to, Sox? So, showed a couple of weeks ago. I was starting to work on my Flashpoint figurines. We'll try and do this again. I posted it on our chat. Uh, it's not going to show much. This is the captain. So, black suit with the white helmet and whatnot. I'll try and get some pictures posted so we can put them on as part of links for the uh or you can just grab those ones that I posted on our our chat just put them in there uh but finish those up um, yep. so probably start working on some Legion stuff over the next couple of weeks so try and finish those some of that stuff up you know how the he backlogs go still don't. looking
0: through the Spellcrow website <laughs> yeah
2: he is
1: <laughs>
2: what? yep <laughs> your,
0: your computer monitor is reflected on you, on one of your glass lenses so we can see if oh. the <laughs> <on your> website
1: <laughs> don't judge me
2: too late we what you Bruce? So I know you've you been working on yet, some yeah. Conquest stuff down there
0: I have been working on nothing but Conquest stuff lately <laughs> I've had quite the month. Um, So I've built most of the stuff that I have and I've been doing test models. I was preparing to film my actual painting guide on Friday, but then we lost power for the day (laughs) and I got home to a dead fridge. So that video has been delayed, unfortunately. Um, I do know what I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing a, a pale skinned orc which is not something that a lot of people have done, because I'm trying to, like, if I'm going to do a painting guide, why do the same thing everybody else has done? Um, And, yeah, um, it's going to be filmed over the next few days, so it's going to be after October that you'll see that at this point. Um, I have finally received my... Kings of War Armada stuff that I ordered, like, a month ago. Australia Post decided that they were going to hold it hostage for, like, four weeks. So that finally arrived with the last of the paints that I needed for my painting. Um, I've also picked up, it's not going to show on camera very well, but i picked up some more AK Interactive paints, which I've been using more and more lately. I'm really enjoying this range. I grabbed their white starter box and their yellow starter box um, because... At some point during November, I intend to release a review of the paint guide after, so after of the paint range after having used it for a while. Um, I certainly haven't tested every paint, and I won't because well, there's like 300 and something paints, and nobody needs that many. But the way I see it, there's two particular colours that are absolutely the worst colours to use in every paint range manageable, um, imaginable. So I have specifically gone out of my way to get a selection of those colours, yellow and white, so that I can give a final verdict on what I think the paint range is. Um, spoiler alert, everything I've got to say about the range so far is very positive. So, um, But we'll see how I feel after I've been. It's possible that I get the yellow out and then immediately change my mind. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yellow is one of those things where... Well,
0: they can't use toxic colors. That's uh, toxic ingredients. So it limits what they can do on the yellow and the white front. I already have a solution for white, so it's going to be interesting to see how this compares. Um, although using the white ink that I use for my highlight doesn't really work as well as a final color. So that's what I've been up to. George has been painting some stuff.
1: Yes, I uh, I finally, finally sat down and actually started painting some stuff. Uh, I started uh, doing the cultists from my Cthulhu Death May Die box because uh, they're cultists. Who cares if I screw them up? Um, I'm, I'm probably a little rusty. Um I also decided to break out the uh, synthetic brushes I picked up and decided to break out my contrast paints and just do a whole bunch of stuff that I am not comfortable with. <laughs> so that
0: the best thing that you can do.
1: Right. So I'm pretty happy with how they're turning out. I mean... This is not a centerpiece, you know, paint job. I'm slapping some color on to make it look like it's not a gray plastic. Well, they were red plastic to start with, but you know what I mean. Um just trying to throw some color on to, to add some panache to the game. Um uh, my goal is here, um now i I'm starting to get the stuff situated and whatnot is you know mm, excuse me, uh go through and try to do a little bit of painting every night, you know, and and, and get it uploaded and just and work work at getting better again.
2: We so you can get to those dots right
1: no oh no i'm i'm not doing this to uh get better at dots maybe, dots you should be.
2: maybe
0: if you was maybe if you was to have that as your end goal then it would help you further yourself because then you've got a goal to work towards
1: no absolutely not where's
0: your dedication
1: i'm not in dots
2: i think you lost it the first time you did the dots yes well, it's not our fault that he chose to strip everything. That was his own stupid fault. <laughs> I have to agree, with Bruce. That was George's own fault.
1: Yeah, but I, I came up with a, a a different, you know, like, paint scheme to use.
2: It still requires dots. Yeah. <sighs> it,
0: also, it's still not our fault. You're the stupid bastard that decided to strip things. Now you have to fix it two years later.
1: Mm, three years at this point, I think.
0: Oh, God, it's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So it's been... It's... October's been a good month for us.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Game talk? Talk nerdy to me.
0: All right. So. Back to fleet. Back to fleet this week. Or this fortnight, I should say. Um, Mainly because we talked about Zone last time. Well, actually, we didn't talk about anything last time. We didn't
2: talk about anything last time because it was Mel last time. We talked about Mel last time.
0: That's true. We did. All right. So we are going to be discussing the medium cruisers. For the Scourge, I'm gonna start with the Sphinx and regular viewers of the channel may notice that they've actually redone the website. And so far, I'd have to say it looks very pretty. Nice, bright, colorful. Okay, so the Sphinx is 115 points. Uh, You have a six inch scan, an eight inch signature. You've got 10 inch thrust, 10 hull, armor is four plus. You've got six point defense. Uh, You've got groups of one to two, and it's a medium tonnage, and it's not special. You've got oculus beams, which... Now, here's something. The weapons all have thrust, even though weapons don't thrust. Oh, that'll be because of missiles. Never mind, I'm answering my own question. Okay, Oculus Beams is a 3 plus. You've got one attack, but it does two damage. It's only on the front arc, and it has Scald. For those that are not familiar, Scald basically, if you're within, so if they are within your scan range, uh, then they take a penalty on their armor. Um Oculus Beams array. You've got one on the left and one on the front, and sorry, one on the left and one on the right. So it's front side. Uh it is a three plus. It's got two attacks, two damage, and that also has scold. Then you have your plasma storm, which is a three plus, d6 plus two attacks, one damage, and it's front side and rear. Uh that is scold and close action. So the the, the Sphinx has been around for a while. It's a fairly standard-looking ship. Mm-hmm.
2: Otherwise. Go back into the next one. So the Webroom's next. Uh, it's 105 points, 6-inch uh, scan, 8-inch signature, 10-inch thrust, 10-hole, 4-plus armor with the 6-point defense, a grouping of 1 to 2, and tonnage of medium as well. Uh, no specials on this one. <coughs> it just has one Oculus Beam with a 3-plus lock, 1 attack, 2 damage in front. Arc with Scald as well. And then the Plasma Tempest. Tempest which is pretty nasty because even though it's a three plus lock, it's two d six plus four. So at minimum you're rolling six. Maximum you are gonna roll in what sixteen at max. Yeah. So so one damage front side on the arc. So no rear arc on this one, and it's Scald in the close action as well. So pretty nasty if you get a couple of these up close with those plasma tempests.
0: Yeah. This is definitely something you'd wanting to be take two of as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, George, do you want to have a look at the ever- infret?
1: Yes, the Ifrit. <clears throat> I apologize, my throat is killing me. I injured my Adam's apple drinking water, so. Uh, <laughs> it's got a scan of six, a uh, sig of eight, thrust ten, hull ten, armor four up, point defense six, grouping of one to two tonnage of medium, nothing special about it. It does have oculus beams, which are three up block, one attack, two damage, front arc with scald. I'm just going to stop saying scald because everything the Scourge have, scalds. Well, on the medium cruisers, anyways. Um, then you have Furnace Cannons. Uh, this is the same weapon. It has two firing profiles, though. One is a 4-up lock, 4 attacks, 1 damage front and narrow, uh burn through 8 the other one uh first can is a two up one shot burn through 4 both flash so and then you have a plasma storm which is 3 plus d6 plus 2 front side rear scald close action um pretty decent little ship i think it's 110 yeah. points
0: I'm a big fan of the infra Yeah, it's. I will move on. Sorry, yeah.
1: Go ahead. I was, I was great. I was just
0: gonna say, I was. Um, I'm a big fan of the infrared. Um I definitely have a place for it. I'm going to go into the Hydra, unless there's something else you wanted to say about the infra
1: No, no. Hmm.
0: Um, in regards to like the scans and stuff, you're going to start noticing very quickly that these are all very, very similar. But this is 140 points, 6 scan, 8 sig, uh, thrust of 10, 10 hull, armor 4+, point defense 6, grouping of 1, medium tonnage, and this has launch. So this has Oculus beams, it's the same beams as all of the other ones. Three plus lock, one attack, two damage front, and it has scold. Plasma storm is three plus two six, so a D six plus two, one damage front side and rear, scold and close action. The big thing this have is it's got five bombers and fighters. Um, so that's where your points are coming on this one, and we should always have places for fighters and bombers in our factions.
2: Well, most of us, EHR especially. The last mm-hmm. cruiser we're going to go over is the Chima- Chimera. 105 points this is its troop ship uh, line for the scourge uh, normal stats for the like everything else six inch scan eight inch sig ten inch thrust ten hole four plus armor six point defense a grouping of one uh, medium tonnage and launch as well uh, same oculus beams as the others three plus lock one attack two damage front side though on this one for scott and at it slide scald and then plasma storm is three up Lock, uh, D6 plus 2, 1 damage, front, side, rear, skull, close action as well, and then has a bulk, launch, bulk lander launch of 2. So can drop 6 troops on the ground at a time or 1 of your uh, defense batteries. So, okay. yeah,
0: true. I keep forgetting that the defense batteries exist. Yeah, a lot
2: of people don't play with that because they forget about it because they think getting the troops down there is more important. But they can actually play make a difference sometimes.
0: Yeah, I'd completely forgotten about them, actually. Um, the Scourge, don't re. There's nothing amongst this that I don't like, which doesn't make this decision easy. Um, oh, hey, look, it's the one that I say all the time. Um, I'm a big fan of the Sphinx um, and the Infret. um I pretty much always have room in my fleet for a Chimera because um, I do like Boglanders. Uh, I know people either tend to like them or hate them, but I do like them. I do think that there's a place in the game for them. I'm
2: envious of doing. I know you are
0: you have no reason to be envious you have an automatic win well your faction exists therefore you've got an automatic win.
2: <laughs> when you can take one pile from this cluster and zip it across the board- to the other s- cluster in pretty much the entire turn. So
1: Did they? To- be- I thought they nixed that. I thought it was, you know, you could only move uh, so many through oh, the that's gate. Right. And- I, don't know.
2: I think you're right. I think you're right now. Forgot that. I'm just thinking back because and- oh, yeah. I would do that all the time in our games when I played against Levi. I hated that.
1: Or, uh, uh, you know, the-, the one ship that, you know, oh, hey, look, I'm going to blow up your ship, and I'm going to have like a 99% chance of success because I roll twos that Ignore everything.
0: Yeah,
2: I would almost say the weapons is a must take. What was that, sorry? I'd say the Wyvern is a, a must take just because of the close action. Being able to roll between six yeah. and sixteen dice. Um yeah, it's close action, but still that's a lot of shots coming through. Um... Take two of
0: these. Uh I can't disagree with you. Uh realistically, it's only hundred and five points too. So yeah. like two hundred and ten points and you got all of those shots. All you gotta do is get them in the front line and you're just you're taking out anything you want.
2: Just go silent running for a little while and just you don't have to go whipping free with this thing because it's you've got one whooping and The close action, so you don't have to go weapons free with this guy at all.
0: And running, so um, running silent would be the way to get them up there too. You're right.
1: I'm I'm gonna have to go with uh, which the the wyvern as well, Mm -hmm. just because with the the limited scan that the the scourge have, and I, I would say that is their Achilles heel.
0: Yes, I would agree.
1: When you when you compare to the the average of everything, UCM the slightly better PHR and then the flat-out ridiculous of the Shaltari, their scan sucks. So you're going to have to get close. If you're going to get that close, get in there and do some close action. And and something like this, where 2d6 plus 4 hitting on 3s, that's taking one off their armor. Yeah. And... What it, it it is the cheapest of the of the the ships right for the the mediums right
2: one of the one of them I think there's another one that's one hundred five uh, points
1: yeah the, the the troop ships one hundred five points yeah so um not taking the the carrier or the troop ship into ship into account on any of this because those are two completely different ships that fill a completely different role in the in, in the and orbit That's i'd fair. say the, Wy- the wyvern is more important than the sphinx and the Ifrit. after that i would say the Ifrit.
0: um if we're taking out the fleet and the troop ship then i would have to i'd have to agree with you
2: especially when you think about it if you if you got the minimum yeah. out of a grouping of two which would be 12 dice on the attack if you're taking the minimum most ships don't have a point defense of higher than six other than the battleships and the dreadnoughts and Shaltari. and sh- what? Well, yeah
0: so yeah no i'm gonna ch- yeah no you're right it's the women it's the women all the way and then um, if, you get
2: a, if you get the max you're looking at 32 dice if you were to get the lucky chance of of getting two d6s on both of them you might as well just hit, and and at that many dice bruce you're bound to hit something
1: so um, where are we look at seven so minimum of i will 20, say this average of 22 20? shots average of what average of 22 shots on a grouping of two because you know you figure seven
0: Oh, that's nice. Mo- I will say common- this: when it comes yeah, to that- their medium cruisers, the Scourge have no bad options. Mm-hmm.
1: No, not
2: really. Um, so
0: they, they, everything there
2: fulfills a role. Yeah, and and if you have a grouping of two, and then you have another grouping of two, don't they technically become a, a single group when you activate that? If battle if they're
0: within the same group,
2: if they're in the same battle group, they kind of merge into the same battle group or grouping. So you could have potentially four, if I'm remembering the rules, unless that changed with the uh, the new rules. <sighs>
0: no i think you'd be but they'd have to be within the same group i don't know i i'd almost be i think i'd prefer to have two separate groups honestly
2: no i i would agree too. being able to activate two separate groups would probably be better than Mm. a grouping of of four if that's the way the rules were stated i'm trying to remember it's been so long since i played and that that may have have been
0: kind of locked out for a while yeah so there we are that's game talk um moving back up to the hell happened
1: things Things happened, Bruce.
0: Nope, I've frozen. Awesome.
1: Your browser froze?
0: Nope, my recording software just froze.
1: Uh oh. Back as well.
0: Alright. Um we didn't lose anything, thankfully.
1: Good.
2: <laughs> Upcoming events? That's where I was going.
1: Upcoming events. Uh, we'll have to move stuff again. There we go. This one.
2: Alright.
0: So, upcoming events, I did a little bit of digging and found a few new ones this time. Uh, we, have the, we have a Conquest Games Convention coming up in April next year, from the 15th till the 17th. Uh, this is in Australia, Melbourne specifically. Um, all of the details are kind of up in the air at this stage. It's actually in Coburg North, which is not very far away from me. I don't know if I'm going yet. I don't know. Uh, basically, well, we'll have to see what happens. Um, it's, it's board games, it's tabletop games... Uh, there's people running uh, gaming events, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, Call of Cthulhu. It's all. It's very much a uh, come and participate type idea. Um, it's got the, the website itself, which is conquest.asn. That's A for Apple, S for Sam, and Finelli.au. Um, has lots of examples of pictures and games that's been run in the past. It's very much board games and tabletop games, and it's kind of like I said. It's 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 a it's a particip- participation type event, uh, which is good to see, uh, and hopefully everything continues going in the right direction. So it can't happen um, in Toowoomba, which is also in Australia. Uh, we have the Mountain Stands One. It's the Toowoomba Conquest Tournament. It's happening at a store called Battle Station on the twenty seventh of November. It's a twelve hundred point tournament. Uh, you arrive at ten o'clock in the morning for a ten thirty start. Uh, it's twenty dollars for the day, which includes your lunch. Which is not bad, actually. Twenty yeah. bucks and lunch. Yeah, that's yeah. Not bad. yeah. Uh, we also have Stubborn Earth, which is a Bushido event. Uh, this is happening in I'm going to say Farahan, or it could be Fairhan. Um, It's at the Farran Worth West Community Association. Uh, This is in the UK. It's on the 14th of November. Uh, It's a 100-rice tournament, which shouldn't surprise anybody that plays Bushido. Uh, It's an eight-person event, I suspect because of um, social distancing. Uh, And you're looking at £10 uh, to get in. Um, All of these events can be found on Facebook if you go searching in the regular groups for them. Uh, the Bushido event is hosted in the Bushido The Game group. Uh, both of the other ones I found through the Conquest scripts. Um, and the Conquest Games Convention you can find by searching for that on Facebook. Um, or go to the website that I said earlier.
1: Can, can I also throw something on real quick too that we, we haven't mentioned and I, I was wanting to mention? Sure. And th- this is not related to anything. A uh, g- good friend of the shows as well, uh, Alan Bullard. Yeah. He has his own storefront now.
0: Ah, yes.
1: With tables and stuff. So um, we should, we should you know, chat with him some on that, ask him about the trials and tribulations and all that stuff. And plus, you know, he has a storefront now.
2: Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it is.
0: <laughs> a lot of that got delayed because of COVID, obviously. Um, but he is actually open now and running, which is good to see. Um, moving on... Thank you to those that support us. We do very much appreciate it. Um, Anybody that does support us through Patreon gets early access to at least 80% of the videos that we host. You get early access to the video edition of this podcast on the day that the audio is uploaded instead of having to wait until the following weekend. $2 a month. It's all that we ask. If you can help support us, help us get to a point where this is paying for itself and not coming out of our pockets, uh, we would very much appreciate any support that you have. If you have enjoyed the Conquest content this month, you can use the code tabled" at the Parabellum website to get 10% off your order. We get a small commission from that to help support us as well. Again, if you're wanting to start into the game or if you're wanting to expand your existing force, maybe by buying one of those Apex Predators, I know I want one of those, um, then please do so. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com gettingtabled getting uh, tabled. You can find us on on YouTube by searching Getting Tabled. On Twitter and Instagram, we are at Getting Tabled. Uh, you can email us, tabled at gmail.com. And otherwise, thank you very much.
1: Where's that thing? There's that thing. I don't think it's gonna work. So we'll do this. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For listening to Getting Table, music used in this podcast was created by Eric Matthias at Soundimage.org.